It's self show. Play Say with it. No. Mo. Yeah. Uh huh. And another one. She rockin', she rockin', she rockin' alone, and she poppin', she poppin', she poppin' the songs, and she makin', she makin', she makin' her own, cause black girls rock, black girls rock, yeah. She rockin', she rockin', she rockin' alone, and she poppin', she poppin', she poppin' the songs, and she makin', she makin', she makin' her own, cause black girls rock, black girls rock. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Her Talks. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode, Walking on Water with Brittany. I did. I learned a lot. Um, I feel like life in and of itself in 2020 has been a whole lesson. I think I've learned something new and different every single month. But one of the main things that I realized was I get very focused, even though in my life, like overall, the way that I look at issues and problems, I'm very macro. When it comes to my own issues and problems, I'm very micro. So I'm so enveloped in my own issues and some of the stuff that's going on that I cannot always see the bigger picture. And so I really appreciated Brittany like sharing her perspective about writing things down and writing out the life that you want and looking back and celebrating how far you've come. Because I haven't journaled in a long time. So I say all that to say um, this week's episode is kind of piggybacking off of forgiveness. And I feel like forgiveness is something that I've had to work through a lot in my life. I am not a person that easily forgives or forgets. I'm just not, never have. Um, I actually have had, when I was younger, I had animosity towards family members for about eight, six or seven years, I think, you know, I didn't visit, I didn't talk, I didn't do any of that because I wanted an apology. I was wronged. I was wronged. Not wrong, but wronged. They did something wrong to me and I was waiting on an apology that never came. And so for me, I was like, well, you're not going to apologize. Then I'm just going to move on with my life. Um, which in a sense I did, but I did not let go of the resentment. I did not let go of the want for the apology, right? So that's just as bad as just keeping something around just to keep it around. Like, do I feel like I was right in how I was thinking and feeling? Absolutely, I do. Um, But the way in which I was going about it, the punishment element of what we try to do to ensure that somebody ask for forgiveness is part of the problem. I think forgiveness needs to be more organic. Not saying that you should never ask for an apology, but I don't think you should definitely like beg or demand an apology because I think true forgiveness and going through that process is a process. And so you can say, oh, I'm so sorry I did that to you. But I still think that healing work is a process. And I say that because I started, I actually was able to catch the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion special, which was amazing. And I will probably go back and watch it a few more times. Um, It's amazing to see the growth in people, right? So you see the beef between Will Smith and Janet Hubbard and you 
no, it was real. <laughs> and the other part of the story for me was like listening to Janet and her saying she did not feel safe to explain her situation and her own behavior and to see how that was interpreted by a young black male who, you know, was at the top of his game at this point. You know, he's in his own TV series, like he's getting movie deals. This was an amazing point in time of his life. And I don't think he understood the power of his words. And because social media did not exist at that time, the only media we had was from the news. So if somebody said something about you, about your career, about your work ethic, it was very difficult for you to dispute any of that. So she never got the opportunity to dispel some of the rumors that were going around about who she was as a person. Like everybody always said she was so difficult and all these different things. And so I felt that that label of being difficult especially for a woman. And as she said, you know, she is a dark skinned black woman. It was already difficult for her to find roles and to find work, but then to be labeled difficult, people no longer want to work with you. And so I thought about times in my life when that label has been placed on me and when sometimes it was deserved, I won't say that I was being difficult, but that I, I wasn't fully seeing the big picture again, like again, being very micro-focused, but then also when I've stood up for myself and what that has looked like so many times, when you stand up or when you set a boundary, then you're being difficult. But it's only because people don't wanna respect what you have set for yourself. And it's taken me 34 years to get to the point where I want to live my life the way that I want to live my life. You know, I feel like I have my own personal relationship with God. I feel that, you know, he leads and guides me. I don't always understand all the trials and tribulations, but I do feel like I have my own relationship. I can make my own decisions and I have to stand in those decisions because at the end of the day, I'm the only one that has to deal with the consequences. But so much of my life, especially in my 20s, was spent about working around other people and their level of comfort and making sure that everybody was okay, even if I wasn't okay. And this year, I was like, if I'm going to be uncomfortable, everybody's going to be uncomfortable. And I don't mean that in a rude way. But what I mean is I, I feel something strongly and I feel like I'm right and I feel like this is something I need to advocate for, then that's what I'm going to do. I've had difficult conversations about race, about gender, about money, about roles and relationships, you know, not just in my marriage, but just in general. I've had them on Facebook. I've gotten way, way more respectful than what I used to be. When I was younger and I would get into a debate with somebody, it was all disrespect all the time. It was very, I had the Gucci man energy all day. <laughs> As I've gotten older, I definitely see me more with the GZ. Um, and if you haven't watched um, the versus battle between Gucci Man and Jeezy, I, I think you should. <laughs> and I say that because, <clears throat> excuse me, that level, that's where I was. Like those early 2000s, like that's, that's my club years, which really I only had like two club years, but that's a whole other story. But you know, like that whole era of music and that whole era of like disrespect and all of that, that was coming through Atlanta at that time, like that was like it for me. I was like, yes, like say your piece. 
And while I do agree, like you need to say your piece. If you're trying to reconcile a relationship, if you're trying to really get your point across, like we have to figure out ways to say different words, especially when you have somebody who has a very differing view than you. Now, I'm not saying to sugarcoat your answer or sugarcoat how you feel by any means, but I am saying like sometimes the level of disrespect just doesn't need to be there the way in which we do it. And I'm saying this for myself because I've done it. Um, so I got into a little bit of a exchange this week with a family member. You know, I have been blessed to move into a different direction in my life and in, in my address. Um, I had some different things going on where I previously stayed, which I cannot speak on currently, but just know it is a testimony. And I've been, you know, trying to fix up the new place and add new things and like, you know, incorporate old with new and, and all these different things. And I asked for art. I wanted to commission black art in our house. We had never done that before. And I got some really great entries of people that I should work with, whatever. So I reached out to a couple of them. Um, my budget would only allow <laughs> for a couple of reach outs, but I do plan to my next year 2021, Lord willing, I plan to really plant seeds in small businesses, but especially artists. Um, I just feel like this pool to support the arts. That's a side note. But anyway, and so I had a family member talking to me and they're like, oh, well, why didn't you ask so-and-so to do it? I don't really have a good relationship with so-and-so. Uh, we used to have a great relationship years ago but as time has progressed, the way that I live my life doesn't necessarily coincide with how they want me to live my life, which I'm not really sure what that even means, because we've never really sat down and they've never said, like, I want you to do X, Y and Z. But they've made it very clear when I've made certain decisions that they didn't agree with them, which is fine. You don't have to agree with how I live my life, but I don't like to be questioned about it, especially when I'm a grown person. Like I'm a, I'm a whole grown person <laughs> and I've been grown for a while. I think. That's one of the things I really want to work on with the boys as they grow and mature. Yes, they will always be my children, but I want to respect them as grown people. And by grown people, I mean truly grown people, not just in age. I mean, you are paying your bills. You are handling business. That's a true grown person. Now, if they're still living in my house, that's a different conversation. But there still will be respect in how they're flowing and different things. Side note again, but I say all that to say I have really distanced myself from this person for years. Um, we had a tragic event that happened um, a while ago <clears throat> that we all came, and I will always support the person. It's not that I don't love the individual, love them to death, but at the same time, we tend to get into arguments when we get together. The way that I live my life, my philosophy of life, how I see things, you know, they are conservative. I tend to lean a little bit more on the liberal side and when we have different discussions, it gets heated. And I have decided in my life, I don't need to explain why I feel the way that I feel. However you feel is great and fine and dandy. I am not in the game right now of defending my, my view. I'm not going to change your view and you're not going to change my view. And that should be okay and it should be left at that. But with this individual, it is not. And so when this person came to me and said, well, why didn't you do this? And I was like, I had already kind of like tried to low key it like earlier they had mentioned it before i was just like okay yeah that's a great idea and just kind of low-keyed it um but they came back with it and so for me it was triggering 
because I'm like, I feel like you should know that me and this individual do not speak. I don't think it's hidden. It's not that we don't speak. Let me put it that way. It's not that I have uh, any animosity and it's not like, oh, I'll never speak to this person again. But it's like on a day to day basis, we don't talk. We don't interact. We don't do anything. And it's not even a beef thing. It's literally a lifestyle choice. You don't like how I do certain things. It irritates you. You don't agree with how I do things. We get into arguments. I'm, I'm not at the point anymore in my life where I want to argue or debate people anymore. I will say my piece. If you disagree with it, okay, whatever. I'm going to do the work that I feel I need to in order to get certain things seen in my community and the things that I care about. But as far as anything else goes, I'm over it. There's only one person in the world that I'm going to continue to argue with, and that's my husband because we married. So I'm like, I'm not going to like stop talking to him because we have a disagreement. But I take breaks, but you know what I mean. So it had me really thinking about forgiveness and what does that look like? Because some people would say, well, you haven't truly forgiven that person if you're not allowing them to sit down with you and have, I'm like, you have to be, first of all, you have to be open to that. And then second of all, the other person has to respect you as much as you respect the other person. I've never felt that from this other person. I've never felt that they've respected me as a grown woman, as I've respected them as a grown person with their own ideas and ideals. And I'm just not in the business of getting people to see me as a full person. I understand it's difficult when you've seen somebody grow up that you still see them as little so-and-so or whatever. But at this point in time in my life, I have four children. I am married. I have a whole career. I've been paying my bills for well over 10 years. You know what I'm saying? So it's like at some point, it's like you got to let it go. I'm not little so-and-so anymore. Um... And so for me, it made the conversation awkward because I think the person, I just, I think, I know they had good intentions. Well, I can't even, I'm not speaking to anybody's intentions. I don't know what the intentions were. But for me personally, where I am in my life, I am trying to be drama free. I'm in counseling. (laughs) I am working through my own stuff. I am by no means saying that I am perfect, that I have not hurt people, that I have not done some shady in my life. But what I am saying I am working on me and working through things, and I don't want to go back to where I was previously. Um, me and this individual had a very big argument like four years ago. And I'll see, and I'm not the type of person either that's gonna like say crazy stuff and do all this crazy stuff, and then like five minutes later, we're gonna be cool. Nah. <laughs> like what you said in the heat of the moment, you meant. And if, if we're not gonna go back and speak about it, if we're not gonna go back and say, you know what, I was out of line or you were out of line and this is why I feel that way and have a full discussion, I don't want it. I don't want the patronizing of, I know I did something wrong, but I'm going to buy you something. Oh, I know I did something wrong, but I'm just gonna make a little joke and we're just gonna move past it. I'm I'm not at that place anymore in my life. Like I want to fully get over stuff. Like I don't want it hanging in the room or any of that stuff. And at this point, I don't think that conversation would ever occur. And where I am in my life, I don't even want to attempt it because if it goes left, I'm like, see, this is why I don't do these things. So you're like, what is Gucci Mane, Jeezy, Will, Janet, you and your family member? What does that have to do with anything? I think forgiveness for each and every person has to look different. You know, I don't know with like the whole Gucci Mane and Jeezy thing, like if somebody like tried to harm me in some way and then the other person that tried to harm me was murdered but it was connected to another person like I don't know how I would feel I don't know if I would be in that room or have this thing or if I wouldn't have Gucci Mane energy because everybody's like oh Gucci Mane doing too much 
I don't know how I feel. I mean, yes, it's been like decades later, but if somebody tried to harm you, like when, when do you, how do you forgive that? If there hasn't even been a conversation around that, like, yeah, we're here to do music and do all that stuff, but has there been a conversation even behind the scenes about, you know, what happened to me? Because what people don't understand is even if you are gangster and all this stuff, like that's a traumatic event that happens right? Somebody tries to harm you. You think you're about to die. Then you in turn kill someone else. That's trauma. And how do you respond to trauma? And if you know the person or you assume the person that sent somebody to harm you, like how do you even have that discussion? And is this a discussion that we need to be having? I say that because we have had people who have real deal harmed other people. We have uncles and aunts and grandparents that will be possibly sitting across each other for the holidays who have sexually abused somebody in their midst, who have verbally abused, physically abused somebody in their midst, cousins, brothers and sisters. And you're sitting in the same room with this person and there's energy in the room, but nobody wants to talk about why there's this energy or why you feel the way that you do. And I don't know what that looks like for every person. You know, I always remember reading about Joyce Meyer, whose father was extremely abusive to her. And how in her, in her walk to forgiveness, she was able to actually take care of her father in his last days. And I always thought like, wow, that's, that's amazing. I can't say that, that my forgiveness walk would look the same. Maybe, I wouldn't say that I'd leave the person out there I don't know I'm not saying that I wouldn't but I'm also like would I just pay somebody to take care of this person would I physically have somebody in the home that had harmed me in such a way that literally changed the trajectory of my life I don't know it's so easy to say from one side to the other that you should just forgive and let it go I do believe in forgiveness. I do believe that you should let situations and people go for your own healing. But it's so much easier if you've been the person that offended or did the wrong to ask for a reconciliation, right? And so I often wonder, are we reconciling out of guilt? Like, oh, I probably should. It's been 22 years. Or are we reconciling because we actually feel led to do the reconciling? And that's just kind of where I am. I personally do not feel led to reconcile. I do feel led to be kind, to be respectful, to love from a distance. I feel led to do all of those things. I do not feel led to bring any sort of negativity or negative energy around my children. Um, We've had enough. (laughs) We've had enough for three lifetimes, the stuff that we have been through. And so for me personally, again, this is not a shot at the other person. They may have legitimate qualms with something that I have done, but it's a conversation that has never come up. And when I have tried to address it, I have been diminished. And so for me, I'm like, well, we're not, we're not at the point where we need to have this conversation then. We may never be. And I personally am okay with it. Um, but my question to you is, as we enter... Thanksgiving, as we enter the holiday season, this is a very triggering time for many of us who have been hurt by a family member or who may have even done the hurting and you're trying to figure out a way to reconcile. 
I don't think you should put pressure on the other person to make it happen. Even if you were the person who did the offense, you cannot push somebody to forgive you. You cannot even beg for forgiveness. I will admittedly say that I am wrong in a situation. I will do everything I can to try to repair a situation, but I am not going to beg for forgiveness because forgiveness is something that has to come willingly. It has to be organic. I'm not going to try to guilt somebody into forgiving me. If I've done wrong, I've done wrong, and I hope that I'm able to do some sort of recompense. But if I am not, the relationship does not need to be reconciled at the end of the day. So I just wanted to leave you guys with that. As you're entering Thanksgiving season, as you are thinking about memories, thinking about family, and sometimes that can be hard. I also want you to think about where you are in your life and where you're going. So when I asked for y'all to do that inventory a couple weeks back, where you are, how you're feeling. Holidays may be another time to do another self-inventory. Figure out why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Because sometimes you just don't know. Sometimes you just don't know until you really explore. So that is my point to you. Let's explore how we're feeling. And again, forgive. Forgive the other person for the offense. That does not mean you have to reconcile. In some cases, you may not be able to reconcile. They may have gone on. Maybe write a letter to that person saying all the stuff that you always wanted to say. And get it out. And let's enter a new season completely whole and healthy. I went over my 15 minutes, but I had to because I had to explain all this stuff. But I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. And I'll talk to y'all later.